Good morning, 7 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh. One person dead after a traffic accident in East Wichita. We have the story. Brittany Griner on her way home from Russia. I'm Ted Woodward. Those details just ahead. An oil spill in a Kansas creek shuts down the Keystone Pipeline. I'm Dan O'Neill. I'm KNSS. Meteorologist Jennifer Naramore. Another chance for rain rolling our way tonight. How long will the wet weather last? The full forecast is coming up. A man is dead after a motorcycle and SUV collided in East Wichita. The crash occurred around 10:15 last night in the 3900 block of South Rock Road. Sedgwick County Sheriff's officers say the SUV struck the motorcycle and both vehicles apparently caught fire. Dispatchers confirmed that an 18-year-old man is dead. No names have been released yet. Pro basketball star Brittany Griner has been released after being imprisoned in Russia for nearly 10 months. This was all part of a prisoner swap. Fox's Kevin Cork reports. Brittany Griner had actually been detained, tried, convicted, and imprisoned on what the Russians claimed were drug possession charges. Griner spent about 10 months in custody, but no more. Thanks to the deal to send back to Russia, Victor Boot. He's been accused of supplying arms to al-Qaeda, the Taliban, rebels in Rwanda, and drug cartels the world over. But White House officials insist that swapping a basketball player for a dangerous arms dealer was the only deal they could manage. As for Whelan, who's been imprisoned on what he says are trumped-up charges of espionage, which have no basis in fact, today's news was a devastating blow. Greiner was imprisoned for drug smuggling after bringing less than an ounce of CBD oil into Russia. Greiner's plane has now landed in San Antonio. An oil spill in a creek in northeastern Kansas has shut down a major pipeline that runs from Canada through the plains to the Texas Gulf Coast. The spill briefly caused oil prices to rise on Thursday. Canadian-based TC Energy said that it shut down its Keystone system Wednesday night following a drop in pipeline pressure. And that oil spilled into the creek in Washington County, Kansas, about 150 miles northwest of Kansas City. The county's emergency manager director said there were no evacuations. Dan O'Neill, KNSS News. Students in Valley Center returned to class Thursday after online threats closed the school Wednesday. The school district reported receiving a criminal threat Tuesday night, the exact threat was not disclosed. Extra police were on hand during classes yesterday. Additional officers will also be on hand for sporting events, both home and away. Another Kansas school canceling classes because of illness. Hill City not having classes today. All sporting events rescheduled. Ashland schools and Colvin Elementary here in Wichita were also closed yesterday because of illness. Congress sending President Biden legislation protecting same-sex marriages in federal law. The Respect for Marriage Act requires states to recognize same-sex marriages performed in other states, a protection already in place by Supreme Court precedent. Right-wing forces have set their sights on this basic personal freedom. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi pressed for the bill in the aftermath of the Supreme Court's summer ruling rolling back abortion protections. Every Democrat voted in favor along with 39 Republicans. Opponents say the legislation is unnecessary and amendments designed to protect religious institutions don't go far enough to shield faith-based organizations from lawsuits or government sanctions. On Capitol Hill, Jared Halpern, Fox News. The House passed the National Defense Authorization Act Thursday, checking one of the top priorities for lawmakers before the session ends in a couple of weeks. 
Fox's Chad Pegram has more from Capitol Hill. The House passing the defense policy bill 350 to 80. But that still doesn't fund the military. Republicans securing an end to the Pentagon's COVID vaccine requirement. Lawmakers stripped the measure to just defense, ditching two priorities of Senator Joe Manchin. Language to allow banks to do business with marijuana firms and scrapping Manchin's ask for energy permitting. But a defense bill just focused on defense still didn't satisfy some conservatives. Republicans who voted against the bill argue it should include hiring back service members who were discharged for refusing the COVID-19 vaccine with back pay. KNSS News Time now, 7.04, four minutes past 7 o'clock. Chiefs football heading out to Denver on Sunday. We'll preview that one coming up in sports. An 18-year-old college student has been elected to serve as mayor of a small town in East Arkansas. That story just ahead on the KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted. The KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted, 707 now. Seven minutes past seven o'clock on this Friday morning. An 18-year-old college student has been elected to serve as mayor of a small town in eastern Arkansas, becoming one of the youngest people to serve as a city's top leader in the United States. Jalen Smith was elected mayor of Earl, Arkansas, in Tuesday's runoff election, winning 235 votes to Nimi Matthews' 183. He's among the youngest mayors elected in the United States and would be the youngest member of the African-American Mayor Association. Two U.S. senators and school children are targets of death threats in Kentucky. Senator Rand Paul and Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell named in an angry message, which also threatens to kill school children in Kentucky. The threats sent to three school districts, claiming the children would be killed because Kentuckians voted for Paul and McConnell. Police say they are investigating, and the FBI tells Fox Digital it is aware of the threats, which it says are being treated seriously and could be prosecuted as federal crimes. Gary Baumgarten. Fox News. The U.S. is on the lookout for Chinese space junk that could endanger American assets in low Earth orbit. The head of U.S. Space Command, Army General James Dickinson, told reporters the U.S. is monitoring Chinese activities as debris piles up in orbit of the Earth. China used a missile to blow up a defunct satellite back in 2007, and it created a debris field that is still a hazard to U.S. satellites. Dickinson also applauded the U.N. for passing a resolution that bans countries from conducting similar anti-satellite tests. China and Russia voted against that measure. Dickinson warns there's too much debris in Earth's orbit. Space Command is now tracking over 48,000 pieces of space junk. Jill Nato, Fox News. A man in Florida almost made it too easy for police to find him. This was bad enough. A Florida driver in a fit of road rage fired a shot at an SUV that passed him. But to make things worse, he didn't realize it was a marked sheriff's patrol vehicle. Hillsborough County Deputy Daniel Henry was driving home Wednesday night near Tampa when the car ahead of him started hitting the brakes aggressively. Henry decided to pass the car, but when he did, the driver fired a shot striking the SUV. Henry wasn't hurt, and he radioed the description in. Another deputy soon spotted the car. The driver, Tracy Swint, was arrested at home. Deputies say he confessed. Tom Rigotti, Fox News. KNSS News Time now, 710. 10 minutes past 7 o'clock. 
We have the report of a traffic accident uh, eastbound on Kellogg at Meridian. Watch for a slowdown there. Again, that's uh, eastbound on Kellogg right around Meridian. Uh, traffic accident reported there. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jed Chambers. Now the KSN Storm Tracker 3 forecast with Kansas Today meteorologist Lucy Dahl. Good morning, Lucy. Good morning, guys. How are you today? Good. How are you? you? Yeah, it's Friday, you know, and that's, uh, we don't have to work tomorrow. Y'all don't. I do, but I'm still excited for Friday. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Yesterday was my Monday, so we're kind of on a weird schedule over and, here. And, but you love what you do, so there, there you go. It's fun. Exactly. Exactly. It's fun to come into work. It is. What's happening here? We head into the weekend. What's the weather for, look like uh, for us, Lucy? We actually have a very beautiful forecast expected for the weekend. Temperatures in those low 50s through Sunday. We are watching for some rain chances very late tonight, moving in for south central Kansas, mainly after 10 p.m. Rain lingers into the very early mornings on Saturday, but by the time we start our day and start off our weekend, we're looking at those rain chances subsiding. Plenty of sunshine expected on Saturday and Sunday with temperatures in those low 50s. And then our next chance of rain arrives with a cold front on Monday and temperatures unfortunately go from the upper 50s on Monday into the 30s as we head towards the middle of next week. So a very big cold cool down is coming. So enjoy these nice cool temperatures this weekend. You know, that was not much of a rain shower yesterday where I was in Riverside, but uh, a little mist is about all it was, but not a lot of rain, but uh, better, maybe a better chance tonight. What do you think? A much better chance tonight for measurable rainfall. Yesterday, it was kind of that misty, drizzly, gross weather. Tonight, we're looking at anywhere from about a tenth of an inch to a quarter of an inch of rain. And the farther southeast you go, better chance you're going to have of seeing some higher rainfall amounts. All right. How about that? Listen, uh, so what do we got right now? What are the conditions? Currently, it is 30 degrees here in Wichita. We have winds out of the northwest at about 8 miles per hour. Visibility right now looking beautiful. We had some fog earlier this morning but that has since moved out, and we're looking at a very comfortable start to our Friday. I'm going to give you a chance to go out on the limb and then saw it off. Uh, <laughs> will we have a white Christmas in Wichita? What do you think? I am not expecting a white <laughs> Christmas here in Wichita. <laughs> I'm going to say that, but, you know, I hope I'm proven wrong. You know, I've lived in Kansas, well, all of my life, and I don't think I can count maybe a half dozen. It only happens about once half, every 10 years. Yeah, a half dozen white yeah. Christmas, maybe. So I'm not going to hold I, my breath either. But, but I, yeah, I very, uh, very strongly remember a white Christmas like blizzard in Kansas City. I think that was like 2010, 2009, maybe. But that's really the only one I remember. Yeah. And I understand that Santa's uh, uh, sleigh has, actually has wheels on it as well. And pontoons. I've heard that, too. Any weather. It's all weather vehicle. He'll make it. He'll make it. All right. Lucy, thank you. We appreciate your time and your forecasting this morning. KSN Storm Trackers, we forecast with Kansas Today meteorologist Lucy Dahl. Stephen, 10 in the morning here on KNSS. What a weird day weather-wise yesterday. And I was out walking. I thought, man, it's weird, but it's not, it's not a bad day. It's a nice day out. A little wet, but there you go. 51 degrees for a high yesterday. And the normal height is 48, so there you go. Pretty good day to get out. I feel like it's really cold this morning. Do you? I don't I feel it's cold in my as bones. Yeah. Like I was felt like I was cold inside my house. I felt like I was cold when I left. You know, it was, it was really frost on your car. Yeah, it was. It was really strange when I got up and got out to my car. There was there was frost on it, but I was looking at the the thermometer on my car, and it it had like thirty five degrees, but there was frozen. Yeah, yeah, it, and it it didn't really feel that cold, but. I did have to scrape. I thought mm-hmm. that was just a yeah. 
It was just a strange temperature. The wacky world of weather. Uh, December 9th, Ted, on this date in 2020, not that long ago. Commercial flights with Boeing 737 MAX jetliners resumed for the first time since they were grounded worldwide nearly two years earlier following two deadly accidents. Wow, that was a tough time for Boeing and Spirit, of course, here at Spirit and Wichita put together a a lot of that airplane, that aircraft. Do we not? I think we do. And, uh, yeah, Boeing went back or got back in the air. Big uh, birthday in football today. Dick Butkus. Yeah. That 80 big, years old today. Dick Butkus is 80. Did he go to Notre Dame? I, I, I don't know. I haven't done the research, but I, he played for the Bears. I don't think he did. And, and His daughter I, did. When I was growing up, he was the linebacker. He and Ray Nitschke or whoever for Didn't the Packers. Didn't he go to Illinois? Yeah, I think, I think maybe Illinois. That sounds right. I recently watched a movie he was in. Really? Well, he, did he do some acting? I didn't know that. He had a very small bit part in a movie called Johnny Dangerously. Johnny, da- really? Uh, uh, who was in that? Uh, Michael uh, Keaton. Michael Keaton. Yep. Yeah. Dick Butkus went to Illinois. Illinois. Dick Butkus, eighty years old today. Seven fifteen. Stephen. Legendary. Tenderman. Legendary guy. Known to be very tough. All right. Uh, you got plans this evening, Ted? Friday night? I do actually. I'm going to go see Elf the Musical at the Forum Theater. Elf the Musical. Yeah. All right. I'm pumped. I'm looking forward to it. Should be good. I'm going to be uh, at uh, East High School tonight. Basketball. Carol's playing East, and uh, this is the first uh, game for my granddaughters to cheer at. The twins, of course, they cheer for Carol. And we go to the games. Well, I like to watch basketball, high school basketball. Everybody does. But uh, I'm also there. We are there. Shelly and I go to support our grandchildren and uh, let them know that their grandparents care about them. Very nice. And it's always fun to, to watch them. Hey, also, uh, before we go there, l- later this afternoon, 5 o'clock hour, I'm going to be at 21st and Ridge at the Taco Bell for the Christmas cash giveaway. Aha! Some lucky person in the drive through lane, we just pick them at random. Well, I'll reach through the window and give them an envelope with $98 in cash in it. Just nice. a way for Taco Bell every year. We do this every year, but for Taco Bell to say, hey, thanks for being a customer. Thanks for coming to our restaurant and making a decision to eat here. Anyway, makes me feel good, makes everybody feel good, and somebody's going to get $98 from Taco Bell. 21st and Ridge, that's in the 5 o'clock hour this afternoon. 717, Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Sports time now with Ted Woodward, and as always, a busy, busy weekend planned, right, Ted? Got a lot of things going on. Of course, coming up on Sunday afternoon, you've got the Chiefs, Kansas City Chiefs in first place, heading yeah. out to Denver to take on their division rival, the last place Denver Broncos. These teams will meet two times in the next four games. So we'll oh, yeah. have a lot of Chiefs-Broncos action coming up this month. How does that happen? It's called the schedule. Oh, I didn't know you could. I thought you just played through the, you know, okay. you got to meet them two times then. Huh? Well, you play every team in your division twice. Oh, you do? Okay, I got it. So they'll play Sunday, and then they'll play again on New Year's Day. All right. Chiefs good. and the Broncos. Broncos. Yeah. FanDuel has the Chiefs as a nine-and-a-half-point favorite going into this one. And the Chiefs have beaten the Broncos 13 times in a row. Yike. We'll see how this one fares <laughs> on Sunday. They have opposite records. The Chiefs are 9-3. and three, The Broncos are 3-9. and nine. Mitch Holtis will have live pregame coverage of Chiefs football beginning at 2 o'clock on Sunday afternoon. The game will kick off at 3 o'clock Sunday. You can listen live right here on your Wichita Radio Home of the Chiefs, 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. And, of course, 
Mitch Holtis will be live with us, as he is every Friday morning, and preview this Chiefs-Broncos matchup, Donkeys Week, coming up with Steve and Ted. That'll be in the 8 o'clock hour, about 8.10, less than an hour from now. Be sure to tune in for Mitch. Always a great segment on Friday mornings. News out of college baseball. Wichita State Athletic Director Kevin Saul says that Eric Wedge is not going to come back as Wichita State's baseball coach. Wedge stepped down a couple months ago because of health reasons. He was at the helm for three years for the Shockers. Wichita State coming up in the spring will be led by interim head coach Lauren Hibbs, former Shocker player, will be head coach of the team coming up in the spring. We have Juco men's basketball tomorrow afternoon. 24th-ranked Butler Community College is on the road at Cloud County. Good matchup. Butler's 10-3, Cloud's 9-3. Dennis Higgins will have live coverage of Butler basketball at 345 tomorrow afternoon. That game will be right here on 98-7 and 1330 KNSS. The Wichita State men have a home game tomorrow afternoon at Coke Arena. The Shocker men are hosting Longwood, a team that was in the NCAA tournament last year. Mike Kennedy and Dave Dahl will begin their pregame coverage at 2 o'clock tomorrow afternoon. The game will tip off at 3 o'clock tomorrow at Coke Arena. Listen live to the Shockers on 103.7 KEYN. Very intriguing game for the Kansas men tomorrow. Sixth-ranked Kansas on the road visiting undefeated Missouri. It's the first away game for the Jayhawks this season, true road game. They're making their first trip to Columbia in a decade since Missouri left the conference. You might remember these teams met last year in Lawrence, and KU won that game by 37 points, 102-65. to 65. See what happens tomorrow in Columbia. Jayhawks are 8-1, Missouri is 9-0. Live coverage of KU men's basketball at 2.45 tomorrow afternoon. That's over on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. The Wichita State women's basketball team on the road last night at St. Louis. The Shocks had a 27-point lead in the second half, and they held on to win by three, 77-74. It is a win. Jane Asinde had 16 points and 11 rebounds, and Cartesia Dean had a big night for the Shockers, too. Steve Strain had the call of the game on KFH. So Nook will fire it into Dean in the paint. Dribbles once, shoots a fadeaway. She got hacked, and she scores and counted with a foul. Dean elevated in the lane and got hit on the wrist as she popped that one home from about six feet, fading away from the basket. Dean ended up with 18 points and 10 rebounds. The Shockers won the game 77-74. Wichita State women are now 8-1 on the season, and that is the best start in school history. And they're on a seven-game winning streak. They have a very interesting game coming up Sunday afternoon, heading up to Lawrence to take on Kansas, undefeated Kansas. Shocker ladies are 8-1. KU is 8-0. KU is coming off a 27-point win on the road last night at 12th-ranked Arizona. The Shockers have lost nine straight against the Jayhawks, and they haven't won a game in Allen Fieldhouse in 40 years. Shocker women at KU. Steve Strain will have live coverage of that one at 1.45 Sunday afternoon, and that's on KFH. And we do have an elite women's basketball team that's going to be here in town tomorrow afternoon. It is Newman hosting Missouri Southern. Missouri Southern women are ranked number two in the nation with a record of 10-0. That game will tip off at 1.30 tomorrow afternoon at Newman and then the men's game after that. At Sports with Stephen Ted on KNSS. 7.22 now. Keep it here for the, uh, the house call for help. That's on the way with Stephen Ted. Pfizer wants to protect your children against the latest variant of COVID-19. 
That's coming up. Steve at 10 in the morning here on KNSS. This is Stephen Ted on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Good morning, Steve McIntosh, Ted Woodward, KNSS. 7.30 here on the Friday morning, 32 degrees. A petition to enshrine abortion rights has been withdrawn in one state. A group of Oklahoma residents has withdrawn a petition seeking to put a state question on the ballot that would protect a woman's right to an abortion. Supporters of the petition would have had 90 days to gather more than 173,000 signatures from registered voters to qualify the question for the ballot. If approved by voters, it would have enshrined the right to an abortion in the Oklahoma Constitution until fetal viability, approximately 24 weeks into a pregnancy. Oklahoma's current laws make it illegal to perform an abortion in the state, with the exception of saving the life of the mother. Matt Napolitano, Fox News. Law enforcement officials say officers shot and killed a man after responding to reports of shots fired at a home in southeast Missouri. Two other people were later found dead inside the home. Sheriff Mark Dobbs says the officers responded yesterday afternoon to reports of several shots being fired in and around a home on a state highway east of Poplar Bluff, Missouri. When officers arrived, they were confronted by an armed individual. Deputies fatally shot the man. Deputies then found two people dead inside the home, apparently from gunshot wounds. The sheriff said three deputies are on paid administrative leave. The Missouri State Highway Patrol will lead the investigation. A contract FedEx driver is being held on bond in the death of a seven-year-old girl he hit with his delivery van in Texas. Tanner Lynn Horner did not kill Athena Strand when he hit her with his truck. Police say it was afterward, by strangulation and Horner confessed to it. He took police to where he dumped the little girl's body. Athena's mother, Maitland Gandy, expressed anger through her emotion. I was robbed of watching her grow up by a man that everyone was supposed to be able to trust to do just one simple task, deliver a Christmas present, and leave. Horner is being held on a $1.5 million bond among the charges he faces, capital murder. Gandhi calls for an investigation of how FedEx screens and hires contract workers. Gernal Scott, Fox News. According to the arrest warrant, Strand was talking to Horner and even told her, uh, told him her name before she was strangled. A federal appeals court is allowing New York to continue to enforce a new state law banning guns from places like parks and theaters while the judges consider a legal challenge. The temporary stay puts on hold most of last month's ruling from a federal judge who found constitutional issues with portions of the law related to carrying guns in public places and licensing requirements, including a provision requiring applicants to be of good moral character and one that made applicants turn over information about their social media accounts. The law was adopted in New York this summer after a Supreme Court ruling invalidated the state system for granting permits to carry handguns outside the home. The law expanded who could get a license for a handgun, added new licensing requirements, and created a long list of places where guns would be banned. Lee Silicera, Fox News. A groundbreaking ceremony held Thursday in Dodge City for their streetscape project. It will provide improvements in the historic downtown that includes a Western-inspired plaza, updated streetlights, and new sidewalks. Vice Mayor Michael Byrne says it will improve the lives of residents and visitors. You know, today is really a celebration to the start of revitalizing uh, this historic downtown. We had invaluable engagement from a feedback and support 
from the citizens of Dodge City, from the tourists of Dodge City, and local downtown business owners. The $14 million project will be paid for with the help of star bonds and grant money. Now look at the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Jennifer Narabor. Good morning, Jen. Good morning. We do have some quiet weather coming our way throughout the morning time and heading into the afternoon. We have some sunshine coming our way. High temperature right at 50. Clouding up early tonight. More rainy weather likely after midnight. Our low upper 30s. Showers very early Saturday. Then we're going to salvage the day with some sun. The high 50. Sunny Sunday. The high back to 50. I'm KNSS. Meteorologist Jennifer Naramore. And now a clear sky, 32 degrees, and we have a northwest wind at 10 miles per hour. 7.34 now, Stephen, 10 in the morning here on KNSS. And uh, coming up here sometime this morning, got a couple of tickets for you, one of you listeners out there, to go and see the, uh, well, to go to the concert, the Journey concert with Toto. That's coming up April 8th at Interest Bank Arena, Freedom Tour 2023. We've got a couple more tickets to give away this morning, and... uh, Somebody out there listening right now could be the winner. So just listen for your chance to win. No, we're not doing it now. Don't call yet. But we will uh, sometime this morning with Stephen Ted. Sedgwick County EMS and Fire District 1 holding a joint EMS and Fire Career Fair tomorrow, Saturday, from uh, 1 to 3 p.m. If you're looking for a job, uh, this could be uh, this could be it for you. The fair will be at the uh, Wichita Fire Regional Training Center on East 31st Street. And the fair will feature several public safety agencies looking to fill positions available immediately. 7.35, Stephen Tanner in the morning here on KNSS. Tanner, t- talking about the news story this morning uh, about these power uh, power grids being knocked off the air. But one of them, or apparently several of them uh, around the country, one of them that recently somebody just, just fired a rifle into this uh, complex a number of times, and that... Was enough to knock out the grid. They're very vulnerable. They must be more than I thought. I mean, they got big fences around them and all that. But I guess that's not enough. There's another story we had where was it in Florida where an iguana got in there and somehow well, animals have always been able to shorted do shorted that. out the system. An iguana. So yeah, that's uh, there's something that if you want to you know stay awake at night, <laughs> there's something you to worry, worry about. about. The, yeah, the power I don't grid. Know. We every time we have some sort of storm, well, we don't even have to have much of a storm, as long as there is some electricity in the air. It seems like we start uh, having power outages all over Wichita. They're not we're we're not unique in any way. I'm sure, I'm sure all the cities in America have the same problems. But uh, we got good crews from Everett. You get out there and they fix they fix it just as fast as they possibly can. But there's nothing worse than than being without power. You, you, you're going to be too cold. No, but you're always worried that you're going to be too cold. Terrorists figure out how to get rid of our power. We're done. Stuff We're in done your, for. Stuff in your refrigerator is going to spoil. What do you got, Jed? Uh, actually, I, I was just going to. Uh, uh, you were talking a little bit earlier about the things that you were going to do uh, today. Yeah. Ted was going to do today. Yeah. I'm going to be somewhere today. What are you doing? Well, I'm going to be supporting one of our advertisers. They're opening a brand new store uh, here in town. They had a soft open yesterday, uh, but the official opening day. For the new branch of HTO is today. Ah, HTO. Yes. Now, uh, I'm going to be going out there just to uh, hang out for a little bit. I'm not exactly sure even when, just to kind of support, uh, because uh, the business owner, her husband, is the host of Sports Daily. Oh, The other okay. show that I produce here. So 
uh, I'm just going to go and kind of show my support along with them. But yeah, they're where have I seen the one? Is it on Ridge Road or Tyler Road? Uh, yeah, Tyler Road over there Tyler on the Road west side, Northwest High. Yeah, right. yeah, and that's the one over there. But this one's opening up. This one's going to have uh, coffee as well as tea. Sure, they're trying something new there, so uh, it ought to be interesting. And if you, it's again, that's a uh, 127th East and 21st Street North. Okay, the, uh, the uh, back to the power grid for just a little bit, Ted. You know, and, and I don't think it's I, – I worry about the fact that computers have a lot to do with the way we run our grids and our infrastructure. And if they can – you know, if somebody can – ha, ah, we're very vulnerable. Let's put it that way. There's enough to – we're not worried about that tonight. We'll worry about something else. Okay. Oh, uh, I wanted to mention that uh, yesterday, of course, I made a – I don't know. Did I overdo overboard and making a big deal out of the fact that yesterday was December 8th, and that's the date that my wife and I met uh, in 1969? Or did I go overboard or not? I, I you can't make too big a deal out of that. I mean, that's that's I, the big day in your life, man. I put a, uh, That changed everything. I put a piece on Facebook with a couple of pictures on it, and we got a lot of response. And thank you, folks, for taking the time to 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 type in there and type your best wishes to us. But uh, uh, last night... Now, I I didn't think of this. Shelley did. In the, in honor of uh, that meeting in 1969, she said we're going to have supper at Taco Tico. So if we went, to, very uh, appropriate. The one on West Street is, is closed, as far as I know. So that was the closest one. But uh, we took off and went to uh, Tyler Road, right out there by Northwest High School. Went through the drive-through and got myself a taco salad and a couple of taco burgers, and there you go. Well, you didn't even go in. No, we did. We didn't go in, but. Uh, it, just remembering where, where she and I met at a Taco Tico there at Broadway and Central, which is now the Lord's Diner. Yeah. <laughs> Not a t- Taco Tico anymore. Um, did you remember the first time you, you ate a taco, the first time you bu- you know bought one from a, a restaurant or anything? Oh, man. Mm. I can't. I can't. I don't remember it. I mean, we had the Taco Tico over there kind of in College Hill. I did remember you? going there. A- My mom made tacos. Did she really? Yeah, that was part of our repertoire. How about growing up? Was there there one near Kellogg and there? Probably because at one time there were like fifty or sixty of them here. There was a lot of them, and now there's almost none. Maybe Kellogg and Tyler. I think is. We're going to say Mike and Robin Foley. uh, I believe were the guys who started that. But uh, the one on on West Street. I remember this because I was with uh, a friend of mine. I used to run around with his name Steve Boyd. And Steve, he's a stockbroker now here in Wichita, but he, he, he was always up on everything. In fact, he actually took me into the Pizza Hut on West Street, and, and we got my first pizza. And he said, here's what you order. He knew exactly what to do. He's always in charge, by the way. <laughs> so we're sitting out there. The place on West Street where we used to hang out was a Griff's. Yeah. There, was a, there was a Pizza Hut. There was a Griff's. And right across the street to the west, a small Taco Tico. And we're out there at Griff's one night, and that's time to eat a taco. Well, let's go get one. So <laughs> we, we did. Now, just remember that he said, you got to eat it with hot sauce. Oh, you got to have okay. hot sauce. Okay. Now, this is a guy who can take a handful of the hottest peppers in the world and eat them. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So uh, anyway, it was a good experience. And he was always introducing me to new f- foods and, and things like that. Very so, good. It's always good to have someone like that in your life. Well. Get you out of your comfort zone yeah, a little bit. The two, the two of us, uh, just a quick note about Steve. He and I both had older brothers who came through the pipeline at, at Hadley and West ahead of us who were great athletes. Steve and I, not so great. So we spent a lot of time in our 7th and 8th grade 
years in playing basketball, actually just sitting on the bench and watching somebody else play. But while we were sitting on that bench, we swapped a lot of good jokes and stories. I'm sure you did. <laughs> it was like a couple of Henny Youngmans out there. Uh, junior high school. All right, Those are good times, man. Good times. Uh, 53 years together, Shelly and me? Yep. How about that? Oh. My goodness. Hmm. 741 now, Steve. Well, you, now you're working on year 54. We are. We're working on number fi- work number 54. All right. Steve and Ted in the morning. Oh, hey, let's go to the Journey concert, okay? Journey in Toto, Freedom Tour 2023, April 8th, Interest Bank Arena. And uh, we have a pair of tickets right now. Ah! If you'll call 869-1330, 869-1330, you could be going to that great concert, Journey and Toto, Interest Bank Arena, as guests of Steve and Ted in the morning on KNSS. KNSS, 746 here on this Friday morning. Jed, we have a winner. Somebody going to go to the concert in, in April? Journey? That's, that's oh. right. Troy is going to be going the journey, yeah. courtesy of us here at KNSS. Troy giving us a call and uh, got the win. So we're going to have some, well, Monday we'll have one more pair. We'll have one more pair to give away on Monday. we listening on Monday yeah. for that. Uh, 747 now, Stephen Ted. Three big things. Congress passes legislation to protect same-sex marriage. President Biden will sign it into law. A man is dead after a car motorcycle crash on South Rock Road in East Wichita. Basketball star Brittany Griner is home from Russia after prisoners swap for a Russian arms dealer. Three big things, Stephen Ted on KNSS. Traffic so far this morning, things have been looking okay, but uh, we do still have that uh, stalled-out vehicle that is eastbound, or sorry, westbound on Kellogg at Meridian, and uh, westbound on Kellogg at Meridian, or uh, eastbound on Kellogg at Meridian. We have a traffic accident. It's impacting the left lane, so if you want to stay away from it, stay right. Uh, however, you might want to just avoid that area too. Some pretty heavy traffic around there right now. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Brought to you by Joe Dubrava and Carl's Goodyear Tire, located downtown at Market and Waterman. And online at carlstire.com, your home for complete car care. Increasing clouds today with a high of 49 degrees, 90% chance for rain tonight. The overnight low 38. Saturday, decreasing clouds. Tomorrow's high, 53 degrees. Pretty good Christmas shopping weather tomorrow. Now a clear sky, northwest wind at 10 miles per hour and 32 degrees. Hatman Jacks has some great gift ideas this year. With over 50 brands to choose from, they're sure to find that cozy hat that will fit your every lifestyle. Gift cards can be purchased at the store or give them a call and they'll drop one in the mail. Hatman Jacks at the Clock Tower in Delano. Stephen's in the morning here on KNSS and... Uh, we had a bounce back on Wall Street Thursday. Stocks moving higher for a change. All three major averages finishing in the green in a tech-led bounce. 
The Dow higher by 183 points. The S&P up 29. The Nasdaq finishing higher by 123. A modest uptick in continuing claims for unemployment, signaling the labor markets remain tight even as the Federal Reserve raises rates. That indicator hitting a 10-month high. And while stocks have been weak on inflation and recession fears, the Nasdaq managing to end a four-day losing streak. Tech, real estate, and healthcare sectors leading today's gains. In New York, Jerry Willis, Fox News. President Biden's administration is providing nearly $36 billion to shore up a financially troubled union pension plan. The federal aid is intended to stop severe cuts to the retirement incomes of more than 350,000 Teamsters workers and retirees. The Biden administration says it's the largest ever federal payment to a union pension fund. Let's take a look at local business news from the Wichita Business Journal. Two months after announcing it will have a new home, the Wichita Community Foundation now has a new name. Yesterday, the nonprofit unveiling what it called a reinvigorated identity. That included a name change to Wichita Foundation, as well as an updated logo. But while community has been dropped from its name, it has found a home in the organization's tagline, Building Community. In October, when the organization announced it would be moving its downtown home to Broadway Auto Park from the Epic Center in early 2023, the branding changed part of that evolution. Before the start of its third season as a, at a newly constructed stadium, Wichita's fledgling minor league baseball team is poised to sell to an affiliate of a global private equity firm that's on a buying spree nationally. In a deal that's expected to close before the end of the year, Diamond Baseball Holdings plans to acquire the AA Wind Surge, which, along with two other recently announced deals, marks 13 minor league franchises in its portfolio. Founded in 2021, DBH, owned by the California-based private equity firm Silver Lake, is now considered the largest operator of minor league baseball teams and will only get bigger with more announcements coming soon as private equity continues to uh, take a growing interest in the miners. DBH CEO Peter Freund has said the company expects to own more than 20 teams by opening day next spring. And that's business news from the Wichita Business Journal this morning. So, Ted, we knew most, some of that information, but there's a little more background on uh, the the people who own DBH. It, it's, a, it's a private equity firm, Silver Lake. Big business. Yeah, Big business. getting in the business of buying a bunch of... Baseball of course, teams. as you look at my understanding, I'm not the greatest business mind in the world, but when you have uh, 20, 20 properties, there are certain ways you can save money, of course, by having systems going through all 20 of them well, instead of having each each place having their own way of doing things. Our radio station well, is we are part of that owned and, by a large corporation that owns many, many, many stations. Yeah, and many places are. We're going to work today. You're probably going to someplace like that. So. At any rate, uh, the we days do. of one person like Milt Glickman owning a baseball team, or well, you just in the past. You mentioned uh, that name was on my mind a minute, just a second before you he mentioned was the owner Milt. of the Arrows. He brought the Arrows to town back in, back in the seventies, seventy. Yeah, and uh, of course, Dan Glickman, his son, served as our uh, U.S. representative here for many, many years in in South Central Kansas. And Milt, uh, yeah, he he brought this team to town. And, and were they affiliated with Cleveland at first? Or Chicago. They started I, out with the Indians. With yeah. the Indians. And uh, I remember that first season because that was, I think it was the first season they were in, uh, here. We had them on the air at KWBB. 
where I was working in my first job that 1970. summer. 1970. Yeah. yeah. Um, Jack Munley was our sports director at that time. And, uh, uh, yeah, the Arrows, there's some big talent came through there, some good, good players on the way to the bigs. Mm-hmm. The Wichita Arrows. I, I don't remember how long the, that uh, Mr. Glickman actually owned the team, but they were successful, I thought. He owned them for about a decade. Yeah. Then Bob Rich came along. Bob Rich. Today is uh, Christmas card day, Ted. Each year around this time, of course, friends and families begin mailing their holiday cards. Mm -hmm. Christmas card day serves as a reminder to get your stamps, envelopes, and cards together so you can share your holiday cheer. Um, Because, you know, this time of year, you better get them them in the mail quick. Because this is the time when the U.S. Postal Service and, and others are moving a lot of stuff. Gotten a few in my mailbox. Have you? Haven't the had last a few days. Haven't had a one. I don't know how many people I know who, who actually still do that. Do you do it at all? You used to, and I don't. You used to I, stop re- doing I regret it? that. Yeah. Well, it's it's a time honored tradition, I guess you might say. We uh, for a couple of years, uh, when the kids were growing up, a couple of years, we did a, a, the, the annual Christmas letter, mm-hmm. which was kind of fun. Um, I would do most of the uh, detail work on it, and one, when my son was in high school, I think Scott was in high school, and I said. Uh, hey, took a look, hey, look at this and uh, see if you can. Uh, there's any changes need to be made. You know, I'm I'm the dad. You know, he goes in there and he takes his pencil to it and he improved it about five hundred percent. I didn't know that Scott could take take a written language and edit that well, but he's he's a good writer. And that Christmas letter that year, I was very proud of that. But anyway, it's Christmas card time. Mom used to do it. Uh, uh, Shelly and I, I don't think ever got really in the habit of it very much, but uh, it it is uh, it's nice to get something. Do you what cards? The kind of cards do you like? The, do you like the sick? You know, like the Santa Claus cards, or do you like the more tra- the more religious cards? Dad? To send, yeah, or send or receive. You know, I like something that just has a nice picturesque. Put them up to it. Put them up on the mantle. Something that looks really visually striking. Yeah, put them up on the mantle. Right. Okay. Christmas card day. Celebrate. 7.55 now. Steve and Ted stay with us in the 8 o'clock hour this morning. Uh, got a lot to share with you today, including the latest on Brittany Griner's release from a Russian uh, prison. And she's back in the U.S. now. Ted has sports on the way, right, Ted? Yeah, we're about 15 minutes away from our weekly visit live with Mitch Holtis, the play-by-play voice of the Kansas City Chiefs. The preview of the Chiefs with Mitch coming up in about 15 minutes. Plus, uh, as always, entertainment news. The Blur is on the way in the 8 Man, o'clock we hour. got some good items in the Blur today. I'm looking forward to it. Entertainment news, that'll be at 8.35 this morning. We'll have traffic and weather as you look ahead to the weekend. What uh, What's the weather hold for you? That's all coming up in the 8 o'clock hour with Stephen Ted on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS.